Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to a weekly look at all things high school sports around the South Plains. Powered by the Lubbock Avalanche Journal. Here's the Lone Star Varsity Podcast. Hello, hello, South Plains. This is Stephen Garcia, high school sports reporter at the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, and this is the week two edition of the Lone Star Varsity podcast, talking about all things high school football in the South Plains. Well, I just got to start by saying it's good to be back back in football season you know I, I was uh, finishing up with my work last Friday night and you know to be honest with you I couldn't get to sleep because you know as soon as I was done I had to check around scores uh, you know around the state you know it's just it's a great time of year there's nothing quite like that first week because you never really know what to expect Yes, you have all the previews and, you know, excitement from coaches, but you never really know until they take the field. And we got our first look at that last week. So uh, to start with uh, some of the, the high points from last week, uh, I know a game we talked about in the podcast last week was Shallow Water traveling to Abernathy for a, a big uh, non-district game between two teams that were state-ranked in their respective 3A divisions. Abernathy coming up with a 28-16 to win over Shallow Water, uh, you know, spoiling the debut for Coach Rodney Vincent down in Shallow Water. Uh, they'll get another chance uh, at their first win under Coach Vincent when they take on Seminole who uh, is also coming in 0-1 after an overtime loss to Amarillo Palo Duro. Try saying that one three times fast. Uh, But let's focus on Abernathy for a little bit. I mean, this is a team that, you know, shallow water is no pushover, and they were able to get their offense going. You know, Jess Hole, one of the top quarterbacks in the South Plains, he, you know, started off the season on the right foot, and he's got some weapons there on the outside. Uh, you know, Abernathy, a 3A school in Division Two. Those receivers, uh, you know, they're playing both ways in the defensive secondary as well, which, uh, you know, did its part too. You know, to hold shallow water to 16 points, that's, uh, you know, that's an impressive way to start the season. So Abernathy... Uh, who actually, you know, impressed enough with the victory to move into the state rankings at number nine in uh, 3A Division Two. So uh, the Antelopes are definitely uh, on the statewide radar now after the big win. And, uh, you know, a team that was already in the state rankings, uh, as good as you can get, number one, Motley County, 
coming up with a big 46-30 win over Westbrook last week to start the season. And, uh, you know, we had Motley County as, uh, you know, the official rankings did as well as the top team uh, in the smallest classification in Texas, that being uh, 1A Division Two. You know, we had high expectations for the Matadors. They have the outstanding running back, Jake Richards, back. Uh, he of state record-setting rushing as a sophomore. This is his senior year. And uh, so far, so good for the Matadors. I mean, Westbrook is no slouch. Uh, you know, last year they had two losses on the season. And both losses happened to come against the eventual state champion in Sterling City. So for Molly County to come out and get the 46-30 win, uh, you know, over Westbrook, I think that that bodes well for them because uh, Westbrook is also a Division One team. So, you know, Molly County, we'll be keeping our eyes on them for certain. Uh, they uh, started the season off with a bang. And uh, perhaps maybe the most shocking result, at least uh, the way I saw it, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I was, you know, laying in bed, kind of scrolling through scores, uh, checking up on the games I wasn't at. And when I saw the mule shoe score, you know, I kind of, I'm not going to lie, my jaw dropped a little bit. Uh, the mules the the fighting mules of muleshoe coming out with a 33 to 14 win over sundown and yes muleshoe is the bigger school they're 3a uh, going up against sundown who's 2a but you know it's not like they squeaked by you know 33 to 14 that's a solid you know result for coach richards there muleshoe uh this being his second year and he was talking to our friends uh, up at the Amarillo Globe News uh, over the summer, and he said that, you know, this could be a team that has a big turnaround this year. They had nine starters back on each side, but, you know, you kind of take that with a grain of salt when, you know, you finished two and seven a year ago. But the Mules coming out with, my opinion, the uh, biggest shocker of week one and um, you know if you know coach Richards is right uh, the mules could be in line for a playoff spot there uh, in 3a division one but turning to uh, some in-town teams uh, Lubbock Christian 49 to 0 over Smyre, excuse me, I, uh, you know, had to think about it for a second because, you know, not a score I was expecting. Uh, Smyre, you know, talking to the teams in that district, uh, they are they are seen as the favorites. Uh, you know, they, they did lose, you know, a lot of talent from last year, but still, uh, you know, looked upon as the favorites there in that district that uh, includes New Home and uh, Ropes, uh, Sudan, and then for Lovett Christian to come in with a forty-nine to nothing win. I mean, there's not really much more you could ask, uh, you know, in a season opener. Uh, Bax Townsend, who transferred from shallow water, 
you know, he looks like he fit in just fine uh, in a 49-0 to zero win. Um, you know, a big start for Coach Softley's squad there at Lubbock Christian. And, um, you know, also Idaloo, one of the games we talked about last week, going in, you know, on the road to beat Denver City 25-0. to zero. Uh, They had a couple safeties in the game. You know, uh, Denver City's uh, defense is not bad, as you might have guessed. And uh, Idaloo just really coming and showing, you know, they they lost a lot as well. 17 seniors graduated for the Wildcats. But a 25-0 win on the road at a pretty good Denver City team, you know, that's, uh, you know, we talked about Abernathy, but Idaloo and Abernathy, you know, if they're sort of looking at each other, checking their results, I think uh, it might have been a draw as far as who is more impressive in week one. Uh, so great start for the Wildcats uh, down in Idaloo. And uh, we also had a, a pair of uh, first-year coaches new to their programs, uh, Lyle Leong, who Texas Tech fans should remember, the former Red Raider receiver, now the head coach at Leveland, um, his first head coaching gig, and they come away with a 27-26 to win over Plainview. A dramatic final drive. Um, it started with a fourth down stop on their own goal line, started at their two, and drove down, uh, got the game-winning touchdown on a, a broken play is the way Coach uh, described it to me. And uh, with the extra point, we're able to pull out that one-point victory. And uh, they're not the only ones that got their uh, new coach a win in his debut. Uh, Littlefield going and beating Dimmitt 49-6 to to start the season. They are now under the direction of Jimmy Thomas, who has, uh, you know, gone in and changed things uh, as far as the schemes go. Uh, Littlefield, uh, you know, they're running the spread now. Um, you know, 2020 is uh, the start of something new for Littlefield, uh, you know, switching from that slot eye, and they look like they've picked it up uh, very well so far. Uh, you know, and putting up 49 points in the opener. And uh, we were able to catch up with the new Littlefield coach, uh, Coach Thomas. And uh, here's uh, what he had to say about the week one result. Hey, Coach, how you doing? It's Steven from the AJ. Good, how you doing, man? Not bad at all. How's everything going in uh, Littlefield today? Going good. Well, good, Coach. Uh, I appreciate you taking some time after talking to me. Just wanted to uh, catch up with you after the big win last week. Uh, just what do you think overall uh, from your game against Dimmitt? Uh, you know, we started out a little slow, but uh, really got stronger as the game went. And, and uh, I thought that was pretty important. You know, especially coming with some new schemes and, you know, everything kind of new. Yeah, I mean, uh, the offense put up a lot of points. Uh, what scheme are you running there now? Uh, you know, we're spread. We're spread out. We're a spread offense for the first time in the history of school. So, 
uh, be quite a bit different. Yeah, I mean, uh, to install something that different, uh, what was Littlefield uh, usually running? They've been in the slot eye for about 50 years. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you know, when you got there uh, and you were introducing the, the new concepts, how did the kids take to it at first? Oh, it's been great. I think they're having a lot of fun, and, you know, it's different. And, you know, everybody's getting involved, and we're, you know, kind of spreading the field. So, uh, you know, it's just new. It's, you know, it's uh, the kids have taken to it really well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it seems like uh, your quarterback, Ethan Garcia, you know, he started out the season uh, with a bang. Uh, just what can you say about the night he had? You know, he was rushing for touchdowns. He threw some as well. Just what do you think of his performance uh, in the new offense? Oh, I thought, he, I thought he had a really strong performance. He's a, he's a really good competitor, and he ran the ball well, threw the ball well, did a lot of good things. So, uh you know, he just continues to get better every day. And coming in there, uh, your first game there with the program, just how important was it to start the season with a win, especially, you know, one, uh, you know, as dominant as y'all were? Well, I, th- I think it was pretty important. You know, we didn't play great first half. You know, it was a really close ball game in the first half. But uh, just to, to continue to get stronger and kind of dominate the game in the second half, I think was important for the confidence of our football team. And obviously to, to hold a team to six points as y'all did uh, against Dimmitt, uh, you know, what did you see from that side of the ball? Uh, we played really strong. We had 10 sacks on the night, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a very strong performance uh, from a pass run standpoint. And, and we held them to zero yards rushing at the end of the night. So you couldn't really ask for, for more than what we got defensively. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I know uh, you – weren't coaching last year I believe you were in administration uh, just what was that year away from coaching like for you well it was different you know this is my 26 year education and 25 of them have been a coach football coach so it was definitely different and uh, you know I took a leap of what I thought was a leap of faith and I still think it was the right move but uh, I knew I, I wanted to get back in and get back to my passion and that's, that's, that's what I've been able to do and what was it like to be uh, on the sidelines again on Friday? It was good, you know. I forgot about how hectic things were and how, you know, it, uh, being away from it just a year, you know. But, uh, uh, man, it was a lot of fun, and it was, it, it was, it was definitely back to where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And you've got a, a big test this week with Denver City. Uh, you know, despite their loss in the, in the first week, they're expected to be – uh, you know, a playoff team capable of a deep run. Uh, what can you tell me about what you know uh, about those Denver City Mustangs? Well, you know, I, I was in their district with them before when I was at Boston Football 4A, but, uh, you know, I've got a lot of experience with them and, uh, you know, watch them on film. They're a solid football team. You know, they've got, they're really good defensively this year, and that's that's something that we're concerned about. We're going to we're gonna have to execute offensively. But, uh, yeah, they're a real good football team, and they'll be a test on Friday. Yeah, and sort of along those lines, just what are some of the things, uh, you know, you're emphasizing in practice this week, some of the things that, uh, you know, you'd like to see improved uh, from the first game? Well, I think from the first game, you know, 
we're obviously we worry about us and just getting better at what we do every day. But you know, just from an execution standpoint, we've got to be a little better than what we were Friday. Just especially to start the game, we start off really, really slow, and uh, we just need to have. We know we need to have a better start against a team like Denver City. Again, I'd like to thank Coach Thomas for taking a little bit of time out of his day to talk with me about the Littlefield Wildcats, who have another test coming up on Friday when they play Denver City, who I know is going to be eager to make up for that week one loss to Idaloo and Hopefully, uh, you know, for Coach Fontenot, I know he's hoping to get on the scoreboard this time and, you know, uh, hopefully come out with a win uh, for the Mustangs there. Uh, That's not the only game that, uh, you know, I'm going to be paying attention to this week. We've got a big one in the small school ranks. Wellington coming down to New Deal on Friday. I will be on hand and I am excited. I mean, Wellington, you may look, oh, they're 0-1, you know, kind of not what you would maybe expect from the number three ranked team, and that's still number three ranked. They actually uh, dropped a spot after starting the year number two in Class 2A Division Two. The Skyrockets, from what I understand, uh, played the equivalent of a 4A team uh, from Oklahoma. That's Duncan, Oklahoma. Uh, came out with a 27-16 win over the Skyrockets to open the season. But, man, I mean, I know it's Oklahoma, but for a, a school with that many more players, that many more in their student body, uh, you know, to beat a, a 2-8 team by just 11 points, I think that shows the strength of Wellington. And, um, you know, anytime you're coming off a loss, you're going to be hungry. And the Skyrockets, they have high expectations for themselves. Some might say sky high. I'm sorry about that. But, you know, New Deal, they were impressive as well. I mean, they came away with a 41-7 win over Trinity Christian in the opener. And, uh, you know, you want to talk about teams wanting to bounce back, wanting to, you know, make up for what they see as disappointment. New Deal, they're coming into the year, you know, motivated. They lost in the first round last year. That's not what New Deal does. And, you know, I think they may have taken some of that frustration out on Trinity in the first week. But this will be a great measuring stick for the Lions. You know, they've got a a home game there, so that'll be a boost for them. But Wellington coming into town, you know, we're going to find out a lot about both teams. And, uh, of course, they they won't face each other in the playoffs, New Deal being Division One and Wellington Division Two. But, you know, when you've got two of the, you know, state-ranked teams in their respective classes, New Deal being number seven in uh, Division One of 2A, you know, it's going to be a battle. And like I said, I am excited about this one. When I was uh, pouring over the schedules uh, before the season, you know, I immediately, this caught my attention because 
you know, as far as small schools go, these two are going to be players in their regions, and I can't wait to see it. So uh, be sure to follow along on Twitter. I am at uh, by Stephen Garcia on Twitter. I'll be keeping you updated, uh, you know, with the Lions and Skyrockets there. We'll also have coverage of Cooper taking on Coronado, who I saw last week. And, uh, you know, Coronado looking for the first win under Coach DJ Mann, the uh, Coronado alum, uh, you know, just coming up short against Friendship last week. And uh, it'll be another stiff test against the Lubbock Cooper team whose defense, uh, you know, looks like they're in midseason form. Uh, so we'll have you covered there as well from Lowry Field. And uh, for more games, uh, keep an eye on LubbockOnline.com. I'll have my weekly uh, a story about uh, the games to watch in the area here in the South Plains. And uh, until then, follow along uh, on Twitter at Lone Star Varsity and also on Facebook slash Lone Star Varsity to keep up with all things South Plains. And uh, until next week, I'm Stephen Garcia. Y'all take it easy, South Plains.